0: This is the Health Rebels Podcast hosted by me, Steve Hicks. I have over a decade of experience as a personal trainer, and during that time, I have watched the smartest fitness advice fail people because we keep thinking that health and fitness is an individual's problem. The reality is there are forces all around us that are constantly pushing us to a default of being unhealthy and unhappy. To become truly healthy and happy, we have to rebel against those forces. So if you're ready to steal back control over your health and happiness, join me as we strip away the nonsense and show you the simple, healthy habits that will transform you into a health rebel. Let's dive into today's episode. Huh. Sorry, sorry, Rebel. I was uh, dozing off a little bit there. I wanted to get some extra sleep in cuz sleep is absolutely crucial and it is one of the most important components in a healthy lifestyle. In fact, it's the fourth component, but don't let that don't let that confuse you. Just because it's number 4 does not mean it's the fourth most important. It might be it might be the second or third most important. But we'll talk about that a little bit more in depth later. What we're going to talk about today is Sleep. We're going to talk about sleep. It is one of the six components of the holistic wheel. Um, It is absolutely crucial. The last episode we talked about nutrition and I left it off saying that although activity and nutrition gets the spotlight, I think sleep is as important, if not more important, and it may be more important than both activity and nutrition combined. Now sleep is absolutely important. There was a uh, there was a fantastic book put out by Dr. Matthew Walker called Why We Sleep. And in it he said that there is not a single biological function that is not impaired by your sleep, whether whether remarkably improved when you get good sleep or demonstratively impaired with the lack of sleep. And there is It's absolutely true. Every function in your body is dictated and impacted by your sleep. Now, I'm not saying this to boogeyman you. I'm not saying this to point a finger and say, bad, bad on you for being the average person who only sleeps five hours a night. No, no, I don't want to do that. Remember, the Rebel Oath talks about being excited about your potential. And now the more you learn about sleep, the more priority we put on sleep, the more potential you have. That should be exciting. Starting today, by putting more priority on your sleep, you can have a more healthful life, you can have a life that is happier, you can have a life that feels better, more energetic. Sleep is amazing. I don't think there's a person out there that's gonna disagree that ever got a good night's sleep and said, God, I regret doing that. But sleep is sleep is absolutely important. And Look, I could go into a laundry list of what sleep does, but I think the concise answer of sleep impacts every function in your body should be good enough there. Uh, There is a dramatic improvement on all-cause mortality rates. People that sleep sufficiently tend to live longer on average. People that sleep sufficiently tend to get less injuries. There was some interesting study done on, uh, I believe it was high school athletes. And they found that people that got six hours of sleep were twice as likely to be injured versus people that got eight hours of sleep. So sleep can be dramatically important for injury prevention. Um, Sleep can also be really great for regeneration and injury recovery in case you do find that you tweaked yourself somehow, some way. Sleep can help repair and and improve that. I know when I was recovering from my uh, from my knee surgery, I think I slept on average like 14 hours a day. My body was in shock. It was not happy to have that tibia split open. Um, and sleep was great. Great. Regenerative, restorative. You know, there's, there's a lot that we can talk about sleep. There was some really interesting studies done with people on a fat loss diet. They put people on a fat loss diet and found that whether the person slept six hours or eight hours, they lost the same amount of fat or that, I'm sorry I misspoke, they lost the same amount of weight but the people that slept six hours lost more muscle mass than they lost fat and the people that slept eight hours lost significantly more fat mass. So even though you lost the same amount of weight, the quality of weight loss gets improved when you have good sleep. Now Again, I don't want to boogeyman. I don't want to blame. I don't want to scare and and fear base and tell people that they absolutely need to get eight hours or 10 hours or whatever sleep. But if we can do little things to be more intentional about our sleep, to improve the quality of our sleep, we can see a dramatic improvement in our overall health. And we can also see an improvement in our happiness and our satisfaction with life. So one of the big things is in our modern society, we don't we don't prioritize sleep enough. We don't. Sleep is kind of an inconvenience, right? Oh, I, I'm a grown-up. I don't want to have a bedtime, right? It's kind of a nuisance, right? With Netflix, we want to stay up later, binging more shows. With work being ever pervasive and never leaving at the, or never staying at the office, always following us home, it feels like we should stay up a little bit later and answer a couple more emails, and we we just keep pushing sleep further and back so that we can work on work projects. Look, we do not prioritize sleep, but a rebel has to break free from common standards, right? So we do want to prioritize sleep because sleep dictates every function in the body and that puts an utter premium on doing the little things that can improve your sleep. Now I'm not, again, I don't want to, I don't want to try to bend your arm and force you into eight hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep or whatever. I'm not going to try to put a box that you have to fit into, but I will say that by prioritizing sleep, there is a dramatic improvement that you're gonna get, and I'm gonna give you the one power tool you can use to prioritize sleep and get better quality sleep so that you can see more healthful benefits in the rest of your healthy habits. And if you want a good night's sleep, you have to set it up. You absolutely have to set it up. What is grossly common is for people to go, Okay, now it's time for bed and then they will walk over and they will try to fall asleep. And they are going to struggle, they fail they the biggest complaint I hear is I cannot fall asleep. my mind's always racing right? I lay in bed and I just toss and turn and I can't fall asleep. And the issue is we need to do things we need to do things to set us up for sleep so that we can hit head on pillow and. Right? We need to set up sleep. And what I do is I recommend and I coach my clients to have a p.m. routine. Now, some people out there are going to tell you that it has to be 90 minutes and they will structure it down to the T. Look, let's just start easy. And let's say that we want to give ourselves 30 minutes before bed to unwind. Now, unwind what I do want to be, I will be strict on this one point, unwind has to be screen free. And I don't, I know, I know, I know, there's a lot of Kindle readers out there, there's a lot of e-readers, there's a lot of people that like to watch a TV show in bed and unwind that way. There are people that'll scroll on Facebook just the last little bit to see what's going on. It absolutely, without without compromise, wind down time has to be screen free. Look, I could talk about the blue lights. You know about the blue lights. Blue lights are not great for your sleep patterns, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to talk about that because you're going to say, "Well, what if I have blue light screening sunglasses? Can I then watch TV at the end of the night? And that's not the point. That is one of the points, but it's not the biggest. What often happens is screens will also tend to stimulate us. Uh, It gets the sympathetic nervous system running, which keeps us awake. It makes it more difficult to fall asleep. Uh, Screens can also disrupt our thought patterns. Think about the person that is lying in bed, struggling to sleep. They scroll on Facebook. We know Facebook is a toxic, nasty place. You're going to come across some dinghole that has some unscientific, blah, 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 dumb political opinion that's going to upset you. And now you're no longer tired. Now you're angry. Now you're gearing up for a fight because you were scrolling on Facebook in front of a screen. right? And then there's other things. The the TV shows are going to have plot points that are going to make you think about something. They're going to start some snowball, some spiraling effect. They're going to get you thinking on something. And I know, I know, you're probably thinking, well, I like mindless TV. There is no such thing. There is no such thing as mindless TV. Screens are going to impair your ability to unwind and fall asleep and get deep sleep. There is there is no compromise on this point. I cannot, I cannot allow, I cannot deviate. We need 30 minutes of unwind time that is absolutely screen free. No emails, no text messages, no phones, no TVs, no tablets, no e-readers. Just take some time to unplug before you go to bed. 30 minutes And I don't care what you do in this 30 minutes. I like to read a book. I like to read a book that's not exciting to me. I like to read a book that's a little bit older using some weird difficult language to understand so that it bores the snot out of me and then I fall asleep. I like to read. Um, A lot of people, some people like to take a warm bath. Some people will take a a warm shower. Some people will unwind and sit with with a cup of tea. Some people will journal and they'll write and they'll do a, da- a diary entry. Some people will do, I don't know, man, whatever helps you relax. I have one client that likes to do Sudoku puzzles before bed because it, it, she, she says it fries her brain and it just makes her tired and dead. And then she lies in bed with no more thoughts left in her head and she goes to bed. I like to encourage people to journal to do a brain dump so that you're not constantly regurgitating, recycling thoughts, just laying there in bed talking about how Mary from the office was an absolute nightmare today and you can't believe and what you should have said was this but what you did say was that and if I would have just said that then she would say this and then she would know because I said that and we just recycle that same thought process and we get stuck and 45 minutes later we're not asleep. So. Take some time, set yourself up for sleep, whether you have a full structured bedtime routine or whether it's just simply setting 30 minutes before you go to bed to unwind. If you can prioritize setting yourself up for sleep, you will get better quality sleep, which will help with all other healthy functions in your life and that, that is the number one approach to help to Rebels when we talk about sleep. We prioritize sleep, and we unwind and set up sleep because we prioritize it because it's so healthy because we love ourselves and act accordingly we take care of ourselves by sleeping by prioritizing sleep and getting it done and that's sleep today rebel well we're going to go on we got two more components of the hel- of the holistic wheel we're going to talk about stress management tomorrow stress management you know, I didn't, say, I didn't say sleep is the second most important. It's because stress management might be the second most important behind mindset. It's closely related to mindset, but stress management, stress management is absolutely important. And we're going to talk about why tomorrow. So come on back for that tomorrow, Rebel. And until then, until I see you tomorrow, keep the oath. Hey, thanks for listening to that episode of the Health Rebels podcast. Before you run off, I want to let you know about a free resource available for you. I do have a free Facebook community where I do daily live chats with other health rebels, provide more information, host group challenges, provide support, and just generally try to put more positivity on your newsfeed instead of the typically toxic political hate that we get surrounded by already. If you're not already in the Health Rebels Training Camp Facebook group, I'll tell you what, I'll sweeten the deal. When you join the Facebook group, I'll send you a free digital copy of my Health Rebels Pocketbook Guide. This little book highlights some of the hidden forces that have conspired against our health and happiness and gives you two powerful tools to fight back. You can join the Health Rebels Training Camp group by visiting www.facebook.com groups healthrebels health rebels. That's an S after both groups and Health Rebels. Or by checking out the show notes. You can also search on Facebook for Health Rebels Training Camp. I hope to see you inside.